This is Crown Town Soccer for October 27th, 2022. I'm Zach Call. Thanks again for subscribing and or reading. If you're reading this through a link on Twitter, consider subscribing to the newsletter version for free so you can get this email directly in your inbox. But you're not. You're listening to the read-along audio version, either on the podcast feed or on the Substack app or website. So go ahead and check out crowntownsoccer.com. Hit the subscribe now button. Get this delivered to your inbox every week. Big story, Christian Latanzio becomes second head coach in Charlotte FC's history. As many were expecting, Charlotte FC announced this week they signed an extension with coach Christian Latanzio through the 2024 season, the club option for 2025. Latanzio took over as interim head coach on May 31st after Miguel Angel Ramirez was fired. Latanzio went 8-10-2 in his 20 matches leading the club. The word used over and over during the announcement was consistency. After a tumultuous first six months that saw Charlotte FC fire a head coach and go through several executive changes, club leadership wanted stability. So here's what I think. This is excellent news. Well, 2022, was it obviously had its ups and downs on the field. I'm not nearly as down on the actual soccer product at the end of the season as it was in May, August, or September. The best soccer being played, in my opinion, was in the final stretch of games in October as the team pushed for playoffs and Latanzio showed an appropriate level of flexibility to get the best out of his team, mainly moving forward Karol Schroederski into a more creative role deeper in the midfield. That said, this is also the same head coach that consistently started a midfield three of Brant Bronico, Ben Bender, and Quinn McNeil during the dog days of summer. It was so rough to watch. Latanzio has a background in youth development, and I have zero problems with hashtag play the kids. However, McNeil has ended the season on loan to USL League One side Charlotte Independence, and the club hasn't decided on his contract yet as they're waiting for the Independence's playoff run to end. The fact that the club had to start a 24-year-old rookie 10 times and aren't even sure if he has the quality to earn a cheap roster spot next season says a lot. Ownership and execs have committed to Latanzio and the rest of the major sporting staff, which is great news. Now, we need to see movement in the offseason on the players' front, both in the intra-league marketplace and in the post-World Cup winter transfer window in January. But now, Latanzio knows he's here to stay, and he has the full offseason to help build a squad he believes can make the playoffs next year. Next story. MLS is considering adding more playoff matches in 2023. According to an anonymous source and some private league documents, The Athletic is reporting that the, the Major League Soccer is considering changing its postseason playoff format in 2023, mainly increasing its number of matches from 13 to a potential high of 30. The goal is to increase its overall inventory with its new media rights holder, Apple. Signed this year, Apple is paying the league $2.5 billion over 10 years beginning 2023, making the streaming platform the exclusive home for all MLS matches. Yes including even over-the-air local broadcasts. I will dedicate a newsletter to the MLS-Apple deal soon. Obviously, it's a huge jump, and the league is considering its options on how to increase the number of matches, with the main format getting consideration being a group stage before progressing to a knockout stage. It's format used in the World Cup every four years, and almost monthly by major esports tournaments around the world. It's a great way to create a minimum of games played for teams, which is perfect for tournaments like the World Cup, where teams have traveled to a central location and spent years earning the chance to be there. 
My take, uh, I'm seeing a lot of dunking on this idea in the initial initial aftermath, which I think is a fair knee-jerk reaction. MLS is unique in the soccer world for having a playoff to determine a league champion every year, with most top divisions around the world simply awarding its trophy to the team with the most points, equivalent to the MLS supporter shield. Next year, assuming nothing changes, 14 out of 29 teams would make the playoffs. I'm not sure adding even more matches that could be considered pointless is a worthwhile affair from a sporting perspective. I've been an MLS fan long enough to remember when there was best of two home and aways for playoff matches, and most of them stunk. Not looking forward to potentially going back to that. That said, as a fan with a season ticket, I can't say I'm mad at the prospect of seeing my team play more games, especially if Charlotte makes it to the playoffs in their second season. Next headline, Charlotte FC commits to reinvesting in youth programs that develop homegrown players. Charlotte FC also announced this week a new initiative called the Carolina Homegrown Commitment that promises to provide financial donations to youth development programs if Charlotte signs one of their players to a full-time contract. The first donation made under this initiative was $10,000 to Charlotte Soccer Academy for their development of Brian Romero and their youth squads before Romero signed for Charlotte FC's academy and then eventually signing an MLS contract. The fact that this isn't a requirement for MLS clubs to begin with is a travesty, and I'm proud that Charlotte saw this gap and is voluntarily stepping in to provide what most would consider the bare minimum. Around the world, youth clubs are compensated in two ways when one of their former players makes it big. Training compensation when the player signs their first pro contract, and solidarity payments for transfer fees. Only recently has MLS begun abiding by these by these FIFA regulations, but I haven't been able to confirm that one or both of these payments are made to American youth clubs. Regardless, Charlotte FC committing to final compensation when a North or South Carolinian youth program develops a player of enough quality to make it to the club's MLS squad is a brilliant step in the right direction as the club continues to build out a talent pathway to professional soccer in the Carolinas. You can read more about, about these kinds of payments uh, on a link in the article on crowntownsoccer.com. Now a quick news roundup. The NWSL Championship is on Saturday night this weekend. It's live on CBS. Portland versus Kansas City should be a great match. I believe it's hosted at Audi Field in D.C. So it is a neutral site, but I'm seeing lots of fans uh, talk about their travel arrangements. It's going to be a great game. MLS Conference Finals are Sunday. LAFC versus Austin in the West. Philly versus NYC. FC in the East winner of these matches move on to the MLS cup finals, which will be, I believe in two weeks on MLSsoccer.com, There's an article on MLS based players gathering for the U S men's national team pre world cup training camp. If you are a U S men's national team fan and looking to see the kinds of players that will be going to the world cup, check out that article, MLSsoccer.com. Charlotte FC players Karol Schroederski and Kamil Jaswiak were named to the Polish World Cup preliminary roster. We are not expecting to see Jaswiak actually travel to Qatar for the World Cup, but Schroederski, unless something terrible happens, will absolutely be on the plane to Qatar for uh, this winter World Cup. And in weird business news, St. Louis FC joining MLS uh, next season said they, quote, reworked 
their co- corporate stadium sponsorship with Centene and has renamed their brand new stadium City Park instead. Uh, kind of a weird one. Not sure if this is bad news, if St. Louis is, is missing out on, on any funding. But it's also interesting because Centene is also a shirt sponsor of Charlotte FC. So interesting that they've kind of double dipped to multiple teams. And that's it for today, October 27th, 2022. Thanks for listening and or subscribing to Crown Town Soccer. If you're listening to this on the podcast feed, thank you so much. We'd love it if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating, thumbs up, or whatever your podcast catching app does. And if you don't mind, heading over to crowntownsoccer.com and throwing us your email address to subscribe. You'll get the text version of all these articles and included, and that will be a very easy to find play button for these audio readouts, which I'm enjoying doing. I hope you are too. Looking forward to uh, more soccer this weekend, Premier League, NWSL, MLS playoffs. Stay tuned. We'll have more news for you next week here on crowntownsoccer.com.